Welcome to the Magis Pod, brought to you by Saints Peter and Paul Jesuit Church, a diverse Catholic community located in the oldest church building in the heart of downtown Detroit. For the links to the readings, check the show notes. Enjoy Father Gary's latest homily. Every year on this feast day, I say to myself, I'm never going to preach on the Holy Family again. I'm going to get one of our couples with children to share a reflection next year. And of course, in the flurry of Christmas preparations, I never remember that I said that. (laughs) Suddenly the day is here and I haven't asked anyone. So you're stuck with me again, a male celibate old guy talking about family life. (laughs) But of course, it's not that I don't know anything about family, huh? Just like everyone here, I was born in a family and raised in a family what all human beings have in common. We all come from some father and some mother. We're raised in some family context, no matter how functional or dysfunctional it was. We were, we come from a family and it shapes us and marks who we are for our whole lives. So we reflect on this mystery of God's presence through family today. And I'd like to begin with something important that was said to me just yesterday. I spent this last week, I left right after Christmas Day, the last time we were all together. I left to spend a week uh, with a group of about six Jesuits, most of them teachers, on their Christmas break. And one evening at dinner, the conversation turned to the despair and the discouragement they see in so many young people today. Uh, a despair and discouragement that is uh, profound enough that there are not an insignificant number of young people who say, I'm not going to have children. I'm not going to have a family. I don't want to bring them into this world as bad as it is. And I said to them, well, in my parish, we've got a lot of young adults and they don't seem to have any hesitation about bringing new life into the world at all. (laughs) We've got lots of babies. I see Margot is here, Margot Peters, and uh, Butler, I mean, and she was on Christmas our newest parishioner, but she's no longer the newest parishioner. We want to congratulate Dima and uh, uh, Clark Lewis, who just had their new daughter two days ago on Friday. So Azalea is her name. So we got plenty of babies here. And when I left yesterday, and as I walked out the door, I said, well, I've got to prepare my homily for a holy family tomorrow. Those other Jesuits said to me, I'm very serious, they said to me, you be sure, you be sure to tell your parishioners who have children that we admire them, we encourage them, we bless them, we lift them up, we recognize the generosity, the commitment, the courage, that it takes to have children today and raise a family today. So to all of you who are raising children right now and all of you who raised them in years past, know that you are recognized by your religious elders for the grace and the wonder of what you are doing in bringing new life into this world. So let's acknowledge all of our parents today. Thank them for being the holy families that they are. 
So let's think about family through the light of these scripture readings that we have today. We began, the first two readings both focus on the story of Abraham and Sarah and the covenant that God makes with Abraham and Sarah. And where does that covenant come from? It arises because Abraham has no children and he and Sarah want to have a child. And he says to God in this uh, literary piece, this story, he says to God, what good are all your blessings and gifts to me if I don't have an heir? Everything I have is just going to go to my servant. And it's out of this desire to have an heir that God responds and makes this covenant with him and says, no, it won't be your servant. I'll give you your own child as an heir. And not only that, you'll have so many descendants, they'll be as numerous as the stars in the sky and the sands of the seashore. Now, what's really under this? It isn't about Abraham's stuff that he's afraid will go to his servant, is it? There's something deeper here that I think touches all of us. And this desire for an heir that Abraham and Sarah have is really the deep human desire we have for our lives to have purpose and meaning for our lives to matter. Isn't that true for all of us? We want our lives to matter. We want that our, our life makes a difference in this world. And it's through this symbol, you might say, of having a child and an heir that Abraham is expressing this desire that his, his life and Sarah's life will have significance and meaning, that, that it will have an impact on the future of the human community through his children. A theologian recently said, and I think wisely, that this covenant with Abraham is a, a theological literary device for pointing out the, the theological truth that God recognizes that desire in us. God blesses it and affirms it and says, yes, your life matters. Your life has purpose and meaning. It's a way of saying that God affirms that deep desire in all of us. And no surprise. Huh? Why? Because God is the author of that desire. The creator created us with that desire in us that our lives be meaningful and important, that they matter. And I think we know that for the vast majority of the human race, whether they're Christian or not, wherever they are, whatever culture they're in, whether they're alive now or 100,000 years ago, that the primary place that most people experience meaning and purpose is through their family. How many parents do we know that will say, well, my commitment to my spouse and my children is number one in my life. Uh, we, we, we kind of automatically know that that's an ideal we aspire to. We don't always live up to it. But that's our ideal, that our, our close, intimate companions in this life, our family members, will be our number one priority. And that's a way of saying, that's where I'm finding meaning and purpose in my life. 
That's how I know that my life matters in both senses of the word. So I know my life matters because through my children, my family members, I'm, I'm having an impact in the human community on the future. But it also means I know my life matters because these are the people, my family members around me, who tell me in our relationships, they tell me that I matter. And I know that I matter because of them and their love for me in my life. Now, if we go on to the gospel today, the gears shift a little bit. And what we hear in the gospel is that in the Christian dispensation, if we are followers of Jesus Christ, there's another horizon of meaning in our lives, that our lives have a meaning and purpose that goes beyond our immediate family. And what we hear here is a very, very ordinary scene in the life of a Jewish couple at the time of Jesus. Mary and Joseph, they're newlyweds. They have their first child. They bring their child for the normal ritual, religious rituals of a newborn child. And it's very ordinary, it's very routine. Of course, not for them, it was a big deal, but you know, in the big scope of things, it's ordinary. But St. Luke, in beginning his gospel in this way, introduces into the story Simeon and Anna. As it were, they disrupt the ordinariness of this story and startle us with their prophetic proclamations about this child. It's St. Luke's way of saying right at the beginning of the gospel, this child is something special. This child's life will have a purpose and a meaning that is greater than his family. So Simeon says to them, Simeon says to them, this child will be the glory of his people Israel and a light of revelation for the Gentiles. This child's life will matter not just to you, Mary and Joseph, but to the whole people of Israel, to the whole Jewish nation. And not only that, his life is going to matter for the whole world. He's going to be a light of revelation to every tribe and nation on earth. Now, I heard a very funny story about this recently. I read a book, fairly new book, called The Diary of Jesus Christ. Of course, he didn't write a diary, so it's a fictional piece. The Diary of Jesus Christ by a Jesuit. And it, it, if you, I recommend this book to you, especially if you like the TV series, The Chosen. How many of you have seen The Chosen? Uh, a few, uh, I hope more of you see it. It's a a series on TV portraying the life of Jesus. But it's a pretty literal reading of the gospel. It's got some imaginative backstories on the characters. But this book that I'm talking about, The Diary of Jesus Christ, is a very imaginative and creative look at the stories in the gospel that really brings out some deep questions and issues that, that get you thinking and wondering and uh, looking into your own soul. So I recommend this to you, The Diary of Jesus Christ. But in it, there's one story that's about this episode. And as Jesus is growing up in his childhood, his parents, Mary and Joseph, keep telling him about this 
wonderful thing that happened when he was a newborn and about the words that were said to him by Simeon and Anna. And so a few years later, when Jesus is a young man, he, he makes a trip to the temple to track down Simeon to see if, he can, if he's still alive, if he can find him. He wants to ask him, oh, what exactly did you say? What did you see in me that day? And he's wandering through the temple precincts, and sure enough, he comes upon Simeon, and he sees him standing there with a line of parents with newborn babies coming to get their babies blessed in the temple. And as he stands there, he realizes that Simeon is saying to every set of parents the same thing that he said to Mary and Joseph. And Jesus is kind of deflated. He goes, oh, well, I guess I'm not so special after all. (laughs) But of course, then he stops and thinks. And we, the readers, realize that it's true that what Simeon said of Jesus is potentially true of every one of us. That's the meaning of our baptism. Our baptism signifies that we are immersed not only in God's love and compassion, but we are immersed in the life of Christ. We are immersed in his mission in the purpose and meaning of his life. It's a purpose and meaning that we all share. And just as Jesus' life matters to the whole human race, our baptism tells each and every one of us that we have a horizon of ultimate meaning that goes beyond our immediate family. That each and every one of us is called to share in God's work of salvation in this world, that we each have the potential, if we allow God to use us, if we ask his Holy Spirit into our lives and follow that spirit, God will make use of us to bring compassion and mercy and healing and the good news of God's love into our whole world that needs it so much. So, even though you might find the primary everyday meaning and purpose of your life in your immediate family, whether you have children or not, whether they turn out successful in the eyes of this world or not, know that as a follower of Jesus, you have a greater meaning and purpose that no one can take from you that the words that were spoken to Jesus apply to every one of us. Our lives matter, not just to our families, but to the whole people of God. We are meant for the glory of God's people. And every one of us in our Christian life is called to be a light of revelation to all the peoples of this earth. As always, thank you for listening. To learn more about the community at Saints Peter and Paul Jesuit, check out our website, sspjesuit.org, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Links for all three can be found in the show notes. Until next time, be well and God bless.